Hello again. This is Philip. And Anna here too. Yeah, and you're listening to the Moles on Mission podcast, where we get to tell you about us, how we're doing, what's going on in the Bible translation missions world. And yeah, we're going to go ahead and start off with our question for the episode. Okay. All right, Anna. The question is, what is something that everybody looks stupid doing? Of all the things in the world that you've encountered, is there one that you're convinced everybody looks stupid doing this thing? Okay. Um, I think blowing out birthday candles. Oh, really? Everyone being like... <sighs> Yeah, yeah, for one thing, you know, you're you're blowing, you're basically spitting all over the cake that you're about to share with everybody. So that I guess like, that's true, and that makes the cake less appealing. But the puffed out cheeks and waving your head around, yeah, it's like there's no way to look dignified blowing out a candle, <laughs> like <laughs> on your birthday cake. Like you're saying, David Attenborough couldn't even blow out a candle. I feel like remaining dignified. No. No. The Queen of England. No. It's just not happening. I just, I don't okay. see a refined blowing <laughs> out birthday candles. Like, there's no proper way to blow out a candle? Like, a British proper way? No. I'm curious to know what your thought is. Also, putting on lipstick. Everybody looks oh. kind of stupid putting on lipstick because you got to purse your lip and rub them together and... I think that looks stupid, too. Putting on lipstick? Okay. Yep. Okay. So the, there there you have it, folks. Everybody looks... <laughs> all of you listening, I'm sorry. But you just look silly when you're doing those things. My answer is, you know when you go swimming? And sometimes water just gets in your ear. Oh, this is a good I one. I think everybody looks like such an idiot trying to get water out of their ear That's you know so you've true. got so many different techniques you got the people that like turn their head <laughs> sideways and then smash the top of their head with their fist <laughs> then you have my favorite my favorite one that I've, I've ever seen and i've seen it since but the first time i witnessed it was uh my boss when before he was my boss when we were just friends you know now now the relationship is even deeper in many ways. A little but, more serious. Yeah. So he he would turn his head sideways, kind of kind of bring his arms out to maybe like a like a forty degree angle, and then he would jump on one leg while wiggling his head, and I just thought it was the most hilarious thing I'd ever seen. Um, but yeah, you've got the headbangers, you know, like they're at a rock concert, you know, feet are like shoulder width apart, knees are bent. And they're just like whipping their heads up and down trying to get water out. Yeah, I think that's a thing that everybody looks stupid doing. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only way that I can picture like to be subtle, because otherwise you're having mm -hmm. to use so much of your body, is like to wiggle your finger in your ear, but that's never effective. No, it's never effective. It just ends up like driving it deeper, like a plunger, because your finger fills up that space early and then when you keep trying to drive you're just adding pressure and no shoving you can kind of scoop scoop your finger in so that it creates a seal and then you pull and that creates a vacuum mm. that will pull the theoretically, theoretically it doesn't pull it out 
it doesn't actually if you've got any sort of fingernail this is not working <laughs> you know but uh -huh. uh, well it appears we're getting a phone call i'll be right which, back <laughs> oh okay she's just gonna leave me here all by myself well hello welcome uh Hi. to me being <laughs> alone you? on moles on missions while anna talks and we're back with the uh update portion star i had to step away for a second starry starry starry, starry night <laughs> sorry it's guys starry night out tonight what i tried to say was sorry i had to step away for a second i'm back now yep luckily we didn't have to make you wait very long just a quick three second music transition haha <laughs> yeah so uh, updates, we are still in the partnership development phase, so what we're doing right now is a lot of contacting people we know, churches we know, um, we've, we've gone actually to quite a few small groups um, and just brought our, like our presentation of what Wycliffe does, what we're going to be doing. Um, and some fun interactive stuff. At least I think it's fun interactive stuff. Everybody's responded very positively to it. So it's true. And since it's like a twenty-five minute presentation, usually, yeah, uh, uh, people stay engaged the entire time, yeah. which I think is indicative of, and yeah. at least some form of entertaining. It's entertaining aspect. enough. Yeah. Yeah. So that has been taking up quite a bit of our non-work like regular job work time. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, in the last two weeks, I think we've done like 10 different presentations or conversations with yeah. people. So it's, uh, it's ramping up as far as our schedule. Um, and it is actually so fun yeah. getting to talk about oh, Bible yeah. translation and seeing people engaging with the activity mm -hmm. that we have, like the, the example that we bring. Yeah. Um, Exercise. That is the word I was the trying exercise. to find. Engaging with the exercise yeah. and realizing when we give them the statistics and just how important Bible translation mm -hmm. is, seeing the aha moment, like yeah. the light come on behind their eyes as they realize what's happening is so encouraging, yeah. so exciting, and worth every exhausting moment mm -hmm. afterwards. Because usually we're like, you know, showing all we're yeah. so excited, right? Yeah. But then showing all that excitement over and over, over and over, you you yeah. get fatigued. So, um, I feel like God's laying it out so well. We mm -hmm. had a, a jam packed two weeks yep. of sharing Lots. to somebody yeah. at least like every other day, mm -hmm. and now this next week we have a full open. Yep. Schedule. Yep. Lots more time to make calls and make new connections. But also, yeah, just, just kind of rest and yeah. think about what we're like, kind of recoup our mm -hmm. excitement. Yeah. Because as we pour it out, we need the Holy Spirit yep. to fill us back up again. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The partnership developed thing, it, it does feel like more of a marathon than a, than a sprint. And kind of feels like we sprinted out of the gate a little bit so it's like okay let's catch our breath this next week well i don't know if marathons are i feel like it's a lot of bursts of short sprints mm. okay kind of like a almost like a relay sort of oh, thing yeah. yeah um 
because you're you're meeting with somebody and you go 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 and then you've got a break for a day mm -hmm. but then you gear up for the next one and then you go 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 yeah. and it's honestly i haven't we haven't had a single meeting where i've left feeling like oh i wish we hadn't oh, done yeah. that it's been oh it's so all been so great fun. and great to reconnect with people yeah. that we haven't connected with in a while yeah oh yeah so good yeah. I love that this is our job description, mm -hmm. just making friends yeah. and, and keeping up and friends. And it's, like you said, it's really fun when people have that, like, wait, there's how many languages in the world? Yeah. Oh, that's what it would be like to read the Bible in, a, a, like, a, like, a second language or a trade language, you know? People just having that, like, moment of understanding where they've engaged with something differently than they've engaged with it before. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. My little the the you, teacher inside of me yes. really likes seeing that aha moment in people. Definitely. Yeah. But another thing that we we've noticed in this whole process is when you are prepping to go on mission somewhere, you you kind of feel like you have one foot out the door in everything that you've had or yeah. or all the like relationships all the groups that you're a part of, um, all just like the social structures, you you see yourself as being on your way there already. And it can lead to, like, in my case, there are things that happen just out, like on the normal daily around me that I've been involved in, either at church or at work or whatever, that my motivations have started to wane a little bit because it's like, Oh, my eyes are now focused on this new thing ahead, this new thing in the future. Yeah. And just like, I think that's natural, but I don't know. I'm feeling like I really want to finish out whatever we have right here well and not check out early, but I've definitely been feeling that. For sure. And I've also noticed too, there's this, um, with, with all the friendships that were, cultivating reconnecting with people mm -hmm. meeting new people there's something about it that feels temporary like you know that this engagement while it, it won't look the same mm -hmm. um the friends that we have now the friendships that we have now yeah. are not going to look the same mm -hmm. in six months um and i've noticed myself in myself I've, i'm an anticipatory griever Mm -hmm. Um, I know that I'm going to grieve the departure yeah. part of our journey and I've started to pull away or actually I have a very hard time not engaging mm -hmm. <laughs> when I'm around people, but I notice that I get more exhausted, more irritable. Um, emotions are just higher because yeah. I'm starting to pull away already. Mm -hmm. I'm grieving what. Yeah. will be or what will be lost i guess um and that's definitely something mm -hmm. i was not expecting quite yeah. and they they addressed it a little bit during our orientation mm -hmm. just hey be aware of this yeah. but one thing to hear and another thing to live for sure yeah so that's definitely been an interesting mm -hmm. aspect to all of this yeah for sure and it's not like, it, you know, we're not excited to leave any of these relationships or any of these, you know, groups that we're a part of. Um, 
it's not like, oh, finally, I have an excuse to not be around them. You yeah. Know, that's not in our mindset at all. But um, I yeah. think you and I do have different, um, different, uh, <laughs> we've well, got a kid, we've got the kids yelling. Kids are, uh, Yelling outside our window they're, right now. They're chilling outside at nine o'clock at night. I I don't I don't get it. But I think they're, they're playing hide and seek, manhunt, they're doing or something. something. Yeah. Anyway, I think you and I have different approaches to this because your um, very your anticipation is um, a, a movement, like a forward movement, mm -hmm. and for me, I feel like I'm being pulled away. Mm. So there's. Maybe it's just like what's highlighted, mm -hmm. the excitement, yeah. the adventure aspect is what's highlighted in your perspective. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's the what we're leaving mm -hmm. is is the bigger yeah, factor, yeah. Um, at least right now. Mm -hmm. And so that's something I don't want to pull away yeah. before I need yeah. to because we're still here. Mm -hmm. So let's not cause like lose yeah. more than we need to in terms of what, um, how much time we spend yeah. with the people that we love. Yeah, and it's important to to really sh kind of shore up and uh, try to make those relationships that you're leaving, like leave those relationships as strong as possible. Um, because, you know, we do hope to come back and if nothing else, at least visit. Oh, yeah. And so we really want to have those relationships strong, that strong enough that we can, you know, call back right back and continue to have relationship oh, yeah. throughout this journey. But. Yeah, it's been hard the our our close community right mm -hmm. now that we meet with every week has started to feel more and more like family. Mm -hmm. And so it's like an additional family that we're going yeah. to need to leave mm -hmm. along with our Yeah. our actual family. So if you're listening, we love you so much. So very you much. You know who you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely yep. been a part of this. Mm -hmm. It's one of the tougher parts of the process, but yeah. but I um I heard somebody say once that uh, grief adds value. Oh, yeah. Tears add value mm -hmm. to a thing, and more more that. The, the more you grieve the yeah. loss of something, the higher you valued it. And yeah. we value the people in our lives right now so very much. Mm -hmm. And that is a good thing. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, I think A.A. A. Milnes, the guy that wrote Winnie the Pooh, the person oh, who wrote okay. um, said, um, how lucky I am to have something that I would hate. There's, oh, I can't remember exactly what he says. Basically, it's how lucky I am to have something that, when I lose it, hurts so much. Mm -hmm. um, he yeah. says it better, but to is have that... had something of value is better than to have never had something exactly. of value. Exactly, yeah. and these relationships obviously aren't ending yeah. when we move oh, no. for sure, but they're they're going to change. Mm -hmm. Everybody that we're leaving is staying in one place, and they're yeah. going to continue to meet face to face and yeah. have adventures and all these things that we won't be able to actively engage in. So. Yeah, so that's that's kind of where we're at right now in our <clears throat> missions journey. That makes saying goodbye so hard. I think that's how mm. he says it. Oh, okay, yeah, I am yeah. to have friends that make saying goodbye so hard. Mm. Yep, that sounds like an A.A. Mills quote. Yeah. All right, I like that. I like 
was it was it one of his quotes or was it just something they they put in the Winnie the Pooh movie that was uh they say nothing's impossible but I do nothing every day. <laughs> I love that quote. Uh but uh, <clears throat> another thing we're going to do, since this is kind of a slower time, there's not a lot of uber exciting things for us to be posting often. Um, I did a podcast with my brother, probably pushing two years ago, that we did uh, the, we called it, what do we call it, the uh, What is Church podcast. Um, and the premise was basically we did some research on like okay who was Dietrich Bonhoeffer okay what really happened in the Protestant Reformation and it's just us educating ourselves and then sharing it on a podcast form so I thought since I still have all those audio bits I might go ahead and just upload those on the occasion for everyone to enjoy as well um do you have anything else you wanted to add to the update section well on the podcast thing the two of you, you and your brother, have a great dynamic, and mm -hmm. they're very entertaining to listen to. Mm -hmm. So um, I also learned a lot when you were doing these. Mm -hmm. I mean, partly I got to yeah, like talk you to you to, as yeah. you were as you were researching, but um, the podcasts are really great. Would definitely yeah. they were very fun to make. Yeah, yeah, definitely go for a listen for sure. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna move on to our stories from the field. <laughs> Okay. So, oh, sorry, I interrupted you. We're going to say a story from the field now. Yep, story time. This so, one's new for me, by the way. I, I, I have not heard all the stories that Anna knows, so. Well, this one actually came out um, in one of the updates that they send out periodically. This is a blog post um, from last, I guess, last month. We're in July now, wow. Um, and it's about... Wycliffe Benin, which is a an African country, mm -hmm. and they have a Wycliffe base there. So, um, and the way it's structured, Wycliffe, like they've got Wycliffe USA, they've got Wycliffe Benin, yeah. they've got Wycliffe um, Russia, Russia. Yeah. So, it's it's a partner organization. Um. But they're all like, they're all Wycliffe. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Wycliffe Benin uh, sent out a report about what they've been doing the past, um, I don't know how long, to kind of incorporate Bible translation and integrate it holistically in, the, in their community. And I just found this really cool. So um, the director of Wycliffe Benin is Daniel Deji. I think that's how you say his name. If we pronounced your name wrong and you're listening, which I think the latter is way more unlikely than the former, <laughs> we're sorry. Um, so in about 2008, they began to work, like participate in literacy work. So they were working on translations of the Bible, but also making sure that the the people around were literate to the point that they could actually engage with scripture as um, translation happened. And they found a couple things. Literacy as a standalone activity was not a long-term solution to, um, to the ministry 
and to um, incorporating scripture into the community uh, because several years after people engaged in literacy um, they would lose it because if you don't practice you lose it um, and so they they had the bible in this the the language was the idasha language and they were just not using the scripture that was translated mm. and one of the the biggest things i love this quote um daniel said we are bible translators and the end result we want to see is life transformation so how do we design bible translation in a way that the word of god will be lived out in people's daily activities if it's just a book that sits on a shelf mm -hmm. as we see here in the states it's just not that helpful so they started taking a holistic approach not just literacy but also um discipleship classes and community development projects so mm. everything from animal breeding and um food cultivation to soap making and giving just providing for tangible needs yeah. in the community because that's what jesus did mm -hmm. he would heal and he would provide food yeah. and he just met with people where they were. And that's what he then called the rest of his body to do as hands and feet of Jesus. So they, they noticed that, you know, they were able to give these classes in a way that Bible translation was more effective. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, they were able to explain not just why Bible translation was important, but also that, this translation work is the work of the local church. It's yeah. not just Wycliffe Benin's work. Yeah. And that is something that we've seen God doing across the globe mm. is really capturing the heart of his church yeah. in a way that motivates them to take ownership of translation mm. Mm -hmm. and really say, this is our responsibility. This is our heart because these are our people yeah. and this is our language that we know so well. So this is our responsibility mm -hmm. to see the Bible translated. So I just loved that update. Um, and they've, they've seen change in their community in the, um, the Adasha people began to trust Wycliffe Benin more, um, and today when Wycliffe Benin starts a new translation, the first activists, or sorry, not activist activities, are um, not Bible translation activities, they're relationship building. Mm -hmm. And that is so right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, is, that is such a mm -hmm. Jesus thing. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I just thought that just, was great. You're not just coming into, like passively give a community a thing you want to like we as the body of christ are called to be unified in our heart in our purpose um and to like called to love one another in ways that are not just oh here's a thing goodbye um but in ways that are yeah like you said holistic hopefully long lasting yeah um in relationship in partnership yeah yeah that that strikes a chord in me in good ways because i mean my uh, the education i got while i was at itech um for all my maintenance and aviation stuff i mean they had a big emphasis on you're not just going in there to 
uh, like provide a service that a community is going to miss when you're gone. You're going in there to educate, to empower, to raise up, you know, whoever you're going to serve so that any good thing you'd be bringing, they can continue when you leave. Yeah, because you want to see a thriving community Mm -hmm. that is thriving because of the word of God. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that the translators are the ones that are, like, serving mm-hmm. the community. Mm. Um, and now the church yeah. as a whole is just catching growing. The vision. Catching that vision. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Very, very exciting. That's awesome. And uh, where are you reading this? Okay. So if you go on to Wycliffe.org, mm-hmm. uh, they have – you can do Wycliffe.org forward slash blog, or if you just go on to Wycliffe uh, – at the yeah, top probably there's a in blog. the resources oh yeah it's got, there's it's a got its own blog tab. drop down um it's called blog yep and you can go and you blog. can read and blog, blog posts about and it looks and they update these pretty regularly every yeah. two weeks i think okay um yeah and that just gives you a bunch more stories from the field or um just really encouraging stories of what god is doing all over the world yeah. Yeah. So if you guys want more of that more often than when we're going to do it, uh, feel free to go on wickliff.org forward slash blog and uh, read some awesome stories of what the Lord is doing with his word all around the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will talk to you in a month. God bless you guys. Bye. Bye.